welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I am Tracy Ring. I am the Chief Data Officer and Head of Global Generative AI for Accenture. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Matt Ho, Cintas CIO. Matt, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Tracy. Uh, really happy to be here. I, I'm going to ask you the hard question. So, sure. You know, what are the elements of change management and communication as you're balancing this, you know, to, to reinforce, um, you know, those experiments or or even to amplify that disruption? How, how are you tackling that? Yeah, I mean, it's we we uh, we kind of made a draconian approach early on, which we realized wasn't the best approach by just saying, OK, I don't use it till we learn about it. So now what we're doing is uh, we're setting up a governance organization, a steering committee to help us understand uh, the use cases that we can put together, but also communicate out how to use it effectively and also set up guidelines and training uh, for our internal employee partners to use generative AI if it's outside the system, right? So there's, there's really two sides of the story that we have. We have the internal that we use our own data on, and then we have the external, how people can be more productive um, you know, and we're trying to balance out both by putting that steering committee together to come up with some of that, those governance rules and governance rules and education to handle that change manager on what's the difference. Yeah, I, I like that mindset. And, um, you know, most of the time we don't think about technology in the same way that we would a human, but the, almost this concept of, of onboarding generative AI, just as if it was a digital worker, um, some of the spirit of that, I, I, it sounds like how, how you all have embraced it. Um, I guess pivoting into this concept around adoption, you know, um, how are you tracking it? How are you driving it? Any any ideas or, or thoughts on that angle? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, first, it's about, you know, making sure you have a model that can create some value, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, for instance, you know, we picked some controllable areas that are pretty static. Uh, and one of those controllable areas is like the configurations and uh, security configurations within our IT organization. So the, the use case was how do I get better insights into what the configuration would be if I add something else to it without putting that at risk because I missed it. And creating a, you know, a large language model around that it's, we believe is going to create a lot more value and the adoption will be pretty high. Mm. As far as measuring the adoption, you know, we don't have a metric yet to do that. As, as I said, it's the early days. You know, it's more the we hope we'll deliver less use. Um, but, uh, you know, I believe within the next six to 12 months, we'll come up with a way to, if people are using this type of technology, how do we ensure that it's being used uh, appropriately? But number two is, we realize we also have to make sure that we track uh, drift within the models itself and the data um, so we don't have unintended results. So we're looking at, you know, supplementing the uh, current organization to also look at drift, but we need to train on that as well over time. Yeah, that's fantastic. And and I would say that, you know, you, you alluded to the fact that you're forming a board or a steering committee or governance around it. Um, it, it's an interesting pivot to see, um, you know, that broader look. We've had architectural review boards and technology forever, but but this is sort of a, a new flavor of that, most certainly, and, and grappling with with new and, and interesting uh, challenges for certain. Yeah. Um, and Tracy, I, I think that, you know, 
that is one of the keys to set your pathway correct. Um, and when I say, you know, we have our steering committee or our committee, our AI board, you know, it's from all the stakeholders in the business, everybody from legal to, um, you know, divisional, you know, uh, I would say business process leaders. Uh, so we make sure that uh, at the end of the day, we get the best outcome that is with the best data that is safe for us to use. Uh, because once we start going down this road even heavier than we are now, you know, we don't want to steer off a cliff because uh, we are pretty, we didn't, we're naive around what the implications are using certain type of data. And, it, and what I mean by data, it could be anything from PII to just even product data. Um, and uh, that uh, is very sensitive in a lot of places um, that if it's not governed correctly or used correctly, could produce unintended results for us as a company. Yeah, that, I, that's outstanding. And, and this idea of, um, and, and I'll, I'll use your metaphor of driving off a cliff. One of the things I talk to organizations about a lot is, you know, we don't necessarily plan to, you know, take a technological intervention, but I think we're faced at a time where, you know, we need to be able to intervene for bad actors or stop, cease, you know, mitigate, and even in so far as untrained, right? So the mm -hmm. idea of teaching a, a technology to forget something, right? So yeah. uh, definitely unprecedented. And, and I love that the way that you've got that multifunctional group of, of, of broader um, folks to weigh in around that. Um, I, I guess, we. how do you think about the broader talent angle around this and, and how you're skilling or growing? Because, you know, AI is, is so pervasive. Um, I, I, I see sort of, both sides of it where it's it's hard to upscale, but at the same time, everybody's so excited about it. Are, are you guys yeah. grappling with the same? Yeah, I, I think we put it in uh, several different buckets. Um, you know, number one, uh, we're coming up with this concept, our group called the business scientists. You know, I, I think a long time ago, uh, not a long time ago, in technology years, a few years ago, uh, there was a big push for data scientists. Um, and uh, and there was a big disconnect between the data scientists and what the business operations really need. So with Genev AI and AI type products, you know, we're able to come up with, I would say, the business scientists where these models are already curated for us. They're just being consumed by us. So we don't have to create them from scratch. So it's created this new group called the business scientists. So that's one thing that's a consumer that helps with the use cases. The other side of the story is we're seeing a lot of opportunities for partners that were never in IT before and defining what IT is to actually come in and now with some of these generative AI models to help us develop code to help them become more productive. Um, and that actually will accelerate their learning curve uh, to be actually get to a, a different level of you know, developer over the next year or two, where it typically takes like three or four years to get really good at something. We think that's a massive accelerator uh, for us. Um, so that that is a, a pretty exciting thing we're looking at and uh, starting to do right now. Actually, we're taking people from the business and pulling them on IT and train them on that because we we believe that you know, you know IT is a strategic. Um, I would I would say weapon is a, a little heavy handed, but uh, it is very big uh, you know strategy for us to have a strong IT to actually develop all these things over time. So having those employees get scaled up pretty quickly in the IT organization where they typically would never thought they would be before 
it's pretty important to us, you know. Thanks so much for joining me today. And you can visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews.